The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Believe it or not, the only game on the schedule to this point, and quite honestly, maybe the rest of the season, that the Eagles weren't the betting favorites to win, they win. And I'll tell you one thing, there are so many different angles we could take on this man. Obviously, we're talking about the Monday Night Football matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl rematch. While it may be a regular season game, it was a very meaningful game. The most important regular season game of this season, in my opinion, because at the end of the day... Because a lot of people were like trying to tell me, like I was calling a Super Bowl rematch. They were like, well, they already won in the Super Bowl. Regular season win means nothing. No. We wanted that look back, whether now, later, however you wanted to swing it. We wanted that look back from the Kansas City Chiefs. And while it may not have resulted in a Super Bowl, this game meant something to Sirianni, clearly. <laughs> it meant something to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts posted on Twitter for the first time in like months some some images from the game. This game meant something to the Eagles, and it meant something to try and get back at the team that stole the Super Bowl from them, uh, the, the player that took the MVP award away from Jalen Hurts. And now Jalen, after this performance, is the odds-on favorite, I believe, the sole in sole possession of of the of the odds leader uh, to be the MVP favorite. Oh, yeah, we but I was considered I considered this a Super Bowl rematch. I personally did. People were trying to tell me it's not a rematch. It doesn't change anything. But it very much meant something to me, and it meant something to to the players as well. Oh, and by the way, it meant something to the Kansas City Chiefs. My For sure God, it did. their For sure defensive it did. game plan. They were intense. Completely different Chiefs team this year, by the way. Completely different. Like, they have a, I don't know, I don't have it off the top of my head. That defense is scary. They sacked Jalen Hurts five times in the first half. Well, they, they sacked him four times in six plays figured out. in the first half. Four times in six plays they in held, the first by half. By the way, you mentioned, yes. You, you mentioned, um, you mentioned Jalen Hurts being the MVP favorite. Well, an MVP candidate, a legitimate MVP candidate, which is very rare for a wide receiver to be that. And A.J. Brown, who has set NFL records this season and Philadelphia Eagles franchise records, was held to eight receiving yards in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eight. They try to say if it's you the were team. to tell me that without any context, you would have. I would have thought we've gotten absolutely blown out by the by the Chiefs. It is wild. But, I remember um, seeing. I remember. Uh, I was. I was at the game. I'm still piecing myself together, back re- recovering from, from being I wasn't. in Kansas City. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we know. I was in Kansas City, and you, I just. Wanna, uh, we'll give that some people some context really quickly. You want to mm-hmm. or no? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Context well, in regards so to. For, okay. Cool. Wow. I'm getting the the throne. Oh my god. This oh, is yeah. great. Hey, hey. But I was at the game. I haven't even watched the made... full national broadcast i just got finished watching a like a condensed version of the game for, for the show so i know what i'm talking about but i haven't even well, watched like, the full extended broadcast. because i watched the broadcast yeah so i'm 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 i i know what happened i know the key moments and i know you know i did my due diligence but being being at the game and then seeing the national broadcast are obviously two very very different things <laughs> especially when you're cold and you know, wet and junk out of your mind so <laughs> and celebrating and okay and the whole well bit. if it makes you feel any better the only game i've been to is the game in tampa and it was pouring down rain at one point we're at the top of the bleachers oh, uh, but first oh, context yeah it did it was like a rain flare that happened for like 10 15 minutes out of nowhere but for some oh, context 
for those that are not familiar, fans of Philly, fans of Philly, uh, do we want to call them partners with the Liberty Line, right? Partners, yeah. is that yep. the right Travel word? Travel agency, happily partner with the Liberty Line. Travel yes. agency, the best, the absolute best, uh, has flown some of us out to several games the last two seasons, really. This season, uh, the Liberty Line has gone to the Tampa Great. Bay Bucks game, the Rams game, and then obviously you just went to the Chiefs game. So special shout out to them, always hooking it up. Vic will sit, sit here and say, and I understand, like, like sometimes you're like, damn, I wish I could just sit in front of the TV and, and watch it because it's just a way, it's just easier to lock in and stuff like that. But that's what NFL Plus is for. You can watch the replay and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like nothing beats being there in person, obviously at home at the link with all those fans, but even on the road, like if you guys want to, you know, get out. Um, but this will be very interesting since you were there. Um, it, it seems like you're almost like, I don't know how to describe it. You're in like a daze or something like that. I huh? feel like I'm I mean, still I'm like a, I won the game, but like, I'm still in like a fever dream that first, it didn't even feel like I was there. Number one, I'm still in like a fever dream of, of the game. I'm still in sh- when I was there, I was in shock. They won the game after watching the condensed version. I'm even more in shock that they won that game after mm. the way, the way it was going. But I will say like Kansas city, like if there's ever a town like, like, you know, the listeners or, or whoever is, uh, going through the pod right now if you are ever considering like a city that you want to go check out i don't know when we'll we'll go back to kansas city um but that is a city i would very much recommend it's a super nice town everybody's super you know super nice there uh we got off the plane and we started talking shit we we're like yeah we're gonna get after patty you know fuck the chiefs you know all this stuff and everyone's like yeah man i hope it's gonna be a good game enjoy your stay and i'm like what no, tell tell me to go fuck myself. I want you to tell me that we're ass and to go fuck ourselves and that you guys have a Super Bowl ring and that we didn't beat you guys in the shit. Like, I, I want the trash talk. And they were just like, yeah, it's going to be a great game. We love Eagles fans. It's going to be a great two great teams. I was like, okay, well, this is not the energy I was anticipating. I want to be told that we're going to go fucking get decimated on the field in a couple of days. But great people, great city, a phenomenal food, barbecue, especially if you're a barbecue fan, the brisket, the the pulled pork the pulled chicken the burnt ends my goodness like everything there was was phenomenal very fun three days and again shout out to fans of philly for managing everything the tailgate was great um the weather you know could have been better it was cold and rainy but we made the most of it and and a very good time i would would definitely recommend going to kansas city this was the trip i'm glad i picked uh, uh to go to this year so what you're telling me is uh, that Monday night football matchup, the AFC team and the NFC team, obviously Super Bowl rematch was the new version of, can we just call They're both America's teams. Can we just say that? Because Eagles fans <laughs> well, it's are not the division dramatic, opponent. You know? It's not the other team in the division. Yeah, but I'll you know you what, though? Right I mean, you got the two best quarterbacks in the league, the two best teams. And yes, I said the two best teams. Like, oh. I'm, I just, I, look. I get it. The, I get it, man. Stat? It's a new season. What was the stat? The Eagles What's and Chiefs that? had the most viewers in like 28 years? Yeah, that's or why I like said that? it. That's why I said yeah. it. Every time Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are on or Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, it's must-see TV. Okay? Mm-hmm. The bottom mm-hmm. line, period. And I know the Cowboys are the Cowboys, but they just don't compare. Like, everybody was tuned into this game. Everybody. Um, You mentioned... I want to take it this direction. You mentioned, uh, like... So, what's the stat? I know you ha- you know it off the top of your head, but... Uh, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback, obviously, in the NFL when trailing in games. I forget what his record is. What is it, a 10-point when he's trailing by 10 or more? What is he, something he has like won, that? He has won seven games in a row when trailing by uh, 10 or more points. Seven straight games. A lot of those wow. were Commanders games. So, you know, thanks to the Commanders well, for, for that. But, man, Jalen Hurts is a, is, a, is, a, is a comeback, I don't know, the comeback kid, whatever you want to call him. He's a, he's a winner, even when I had just, like I said, just watched the condensed version. And the way that half ah, ended. he's a winner. 
it's easy. Oh, very much so. But he's the the way that half ended with the you know the, the million sacks and then the Chiefs score and then they get it back and then it's seventeen seven at halftime. Being there, it was very demoralizing. You know, at halftime, there's not a lot of energy from from the from us Eagles fans at, at at that time. You know, it was cold. It was miserable. We were like, man, the way that half ended, it's not looking good. The offense is looking rough. I'm hearing a lot of Brian Johnson. Fuck him. Fuck this. I'm sure you have your thoughts on Brian Johnson's play calling uh, uh, to this <laughs> point. But to come out at that half. And it felt like they were down by more than 10 points. You know, there was times where it felt like the game was out of hand and they come back and fight back and claw back and shut out the Chiefs in the second half. You know how hard it is. Now, I know the Chiefs have been shut out in the second half three three weeks in a row, but this is uncharacteristic for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. And we can make our jokes about Travis Kelsey not showing up because, you know, his 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 woman wasn't there or whatever the case is. But Thank Travis God. Kelsey God, doesn't yeah. fumble. Doesn't fumble that often, and Bradley Roby forces the fumble in his return. Mind you, I will say, a lot, so many people asked us about Taylor Swift when we got there. I was like, why do we as Eagles fans care? A lot of like, oh, you're here to see what? Taylor? Oh, you're here to see this? No, I'm here for fucking football. But also, what real quick, are- real quick, Stephen, I will give Kansas City respect for this. They, on all the trips I've been on to for away Eagles games, Kansas City is the city that truthfully cares about their football team. I will, I, it's hard not to mm. when, when you know, Patrick Mahomes is obviously your quarterback. But I saw Alex Smith jerseys, like Tony nah, Gonzalez jerseys. Been, nah, they've, they've always, always been relevant. Been a good, they've always been relevant. Even you when know, Alex but, Smith was at QB, that place was always Matt rocking. Castle, Matt Castle, remember that, remember that. But they but they oh, truthfully care about football. You know, the Rams didn't, I'm sure when you were there, or when, in Tampa Bay, we knew how it was when we went to Miami for, for the Heat playoff game. Not, not People didn't even show up till halftime. And uh, obviously, last year with Arizona, they had nothing to be excited about. The kid, the Chiefs are, are a true football town. I'll give it to them. They they care about teams. They like they actually watch and care about football. And I'll I'll give them respect for that. I was I was pleasantly surprised. The Midwest, how many man. of the how many of the of, of the fans actually showed up for their football team and remotely care about the sport? I'll, I can always respect that. But yeah, seven straight victories uh, while trailing by ten points for Jalen. Right. That was so that's my thing. <laughs> normally, in, like normally, I feel relatively good when when the Eagles are just trailing in general. But I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I was I was very was bad concerned going in the half. It was bad at half. But I actually felt even worse. I, I was optimistic. I was like, you know what? They're gonna make adjustments. It's a whole half of football. They get the ball after half, so I felt good about that. And I feel like we ended the first half pretty decent. Uh. That first drive, though, by the Eagles coming out of half, I believe they went three and out, and Jalen was sacked again. Uh, mm-hmm. At that point, I'm like, you know what? I think this might be it. Like, it's just not their night tonight. And, mm-hmm. like, wow. Scheduled <laughs> the fact loss. they won that game. Scheduled loss. I wish it wasn't to the Chiefs, but scheduled loss was my mentality. <laughs> you know? Cer- certainly felt that way. Um, I don't even know where I want to go with this because I was so pissed at Brian Johnson's game plan in the first half. I understood some things, though. So it felt like they came out running the ball a decent amount in the first half, which I had mm-hmm. no issue with. The, the, the Chiefs' secondary is so good. Like I said, they held A.J. Brown to only eight receiving yards. But my problem is I just don't understand the the uh, approach sometimes in the in the passing game. Obviously, you mentioned before we even got on here and recorded, like they they decided to go with like okay. I always I love to call certain drives in the game like I call it grave digger hours. So mm-hmm. when when <laughs> I believe it was, I don't know which drive it was. I want to say it was right off the Kelsey fumble. Did they even score that drive? I don't even think the Eagles scored after the Kelsey fumble. It was more or less the fact that we were able to stop them from just getting any stop. points when they and were they in the did nothing zone. with they did nothing with the turnover. I remember being in the they stadium and being mad it. that we did nothing with the turnover, correct? Yeah. Right. That, Elected to, and I called that the gravedigger drive. I'm like, we got all the momentum. You can just make a statement right here and close this game out and they literally did they didn't do anything. Uh two straight wide receiver screens. 
Um, look, I we're really nitpicking. This team's nine and one, and they probably still on on paper, or if you want to look at the stats, they were a top three offense going into this game in the league. So I get it. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. I feel like our turnover differential isn't that great this year. Um, but I just don't. I don't understand sometimes. Like you have these weapons, and everybody keeps trying to use it against Jalen and stuff like that. I mean, okay. Um, I just don't understand the game plan. Like it felt like the passing game. They were looking down the field in the first half. It led to Jalen getting sacked. Some confusion. Devontae Smith was open. I loved the. Uh, I, I knew this was going to be a big Devontae Smith game. By the way, I just mm-hmm. knew it. Sneed yeah. shuts down every number one wide receiver. By the way, so if you it, like for people that are concerned about AJ Brown, I mean he tortured Tyree Kill in that matchup. By the way, too. Yeah. Um, but Jerry Sneed has been solid. Be... Even he and McDuffie have been a solid tandem. Like they have a the the Chiefs coming into this game had yeah. a top five. Passing they defense, McDuffie you know, they were good this year. McDuffie had two sacks in this game, so I'm saying like they had a top five <laughs> passing defense. Um, so it's it's it was to be expected. I didn't think AJ would have only eight yards, you know, but I thought that he yeah, was going to have either, a bigger not. impact in this. And I to, I want to I want to um I guess go down just the resume of Jalen Hurts to this point. And I did tweet this out yesterday. So for those of you Twitter followers that already saw this tweet, I do apologize mm-hmm. if this is a bit a bit redundant. And to your point, Stephen, some people discredit Jalen Hurts for winning games because of the team around him, but only eight, eight yards from your top receiver. No Dallas Goddard, mind you. It was the Devontae Smith yeah. and DeAndre Swift game. Which but I would argue actually hurt more in the pass protection game and run game to a certain extent because Goddard's very important at that. I feel like if yeah, they had Goddard, yeah. they could have made some first half adjustments to that like that, that defensive line and just the the, the scheme from – how do you say his last name? Spagnola? Spag- how do you say it? I just say Spags. I just call him Spags. I My yeah, God, I don't know how to dude. Say <laughs> My God. I mean, you if mentioned you, it. If, you're, if you leave a game with a corner having two sacks, you feel, you feel really good about that bad. game plan, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah something, something went bad. If you had to guess how many catches tight ends had in this game, what, what would you guess for the Eagles? I'm not looking. I want to say one one from jack stall unless you count unless you count like yeah. julio jones tight end two at this point he had two catches so they tried to go you know was to correct me if i if i'm wrong but if i remember correctly was one of those screens the eagles attempted to julio jones i i think i want to yeah I think, no it was it was and i was like is this like the alshon screens all over again from like three years ago actually <laughs> like, oh if God. i'm not mistaken i think he had two i think both of his receptions were on screen well he had two catches for five yards so that would make sense if that was yes the so that I'm is pretty sure they were but that is wild that is wild to say but real quick you know just to what summarize. i don't Go ahead, go ahead. Maybe I'm a weirdo. It was more so the timing of it. I feel like that's a great red zone option, by the way. I just don't, I didn't it love is. it. I'm not doing it on our own 26-yard line. I'm not trying yeah, it there. <laughs> I don't get that at all. I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to alleviate the pass rush. But even like like they just, the Chiefs smelled all that out, whatever you want to call it, because they yeah. deflected one of those screen passes mm-hmm. too. They snuffed out a lot of things, you know, going back, going back. Speaking back and of, watching. if you want to go screen game, DeAndre Swift is your guy. Oh, my he word. Is. That seems to work. You can get the you can play to the strength, the strength of this offensive line, which is getting guys out. Jason Kelsey's still at his age. What is he? 36, 37. Mm-hmm. Cam Jurgens is back. He helps in the run game, too. He helped phenomenally uh, in the run game. It? Phenomenally in the, in, the, in the run game. This was a big running yeah, back Swift, game. Yeah. Swift, 76 yards. Isaiah Pacheco, who we know adds a lot of power. Oh, that, I've never seen backfield. any football player run harder than Isaiah Pacheco. I was like, is that this guy, guy Marshawn Lynch, bro? Like, this guy is like every run yeah, is a like a different he'll... type of runner than him, man. I need to go look into the stats on like yards after contact because Pacheco has to be like in the top like 10. <laughs> like, every step he takes <laughs> looks like he's putting everything into it. 
Oh my god, it has to be like the, the top ten yards after contact because he gets touched like after two yards. He just runs through people. It is it is amazing uh, what he does. But we mentioned Jalen Hurts winning seven straight games and trailing by ten plus. Uh, he's now won thirteen straight regular season games versus teams with winning records. We're talking regular season games. A lot of people came at me, be oh, what about the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Regular season records. These are thirteen straight teams with winning records. Thank you, Jets, for being terrible because that loss would have would have counted. <laughs> towards the record uh hertz is the youngest quarterback in nfl history to start nine and one or better in back-to-back seasons he's only the fourth quarterback to do it ever peyton manning did it 0506 john elway did it 1996 1997 and jim kelly did it 1990 1991 in addition to all of that we all know how good patrick mahomes has been in the fall months throughout his career uh pretty much he hasn't lost a game in november or december in the last five years at home mahomes suffered his first loss on monday night at home in November yeah. and December to the Philadelphia Eagles. Mahomes is now 36 and 6 in the months of November and December. And of course, we preached it all week long about bye week Andy Reid and how he's untouchable after the bye week and all the adjustments. That was the other thing that I was concerned with in this Fourth game. loss ever in a game after a bye week on Monday night. Fourth loss ever, 27 and 4 now. That includes a 13 and 1 mark uh, as, as the Eagles head coach and 8 and 3 now with the Chiefs. Nick Sirianni is now 3-0 and after bye weeks. Starting his own record. Starting his own little bye week record. Nick Sirianni mm. making the necessary adjustments. He is now 3-0 and after bye weeks. And I believe this was Andy's first whoa, loss whoa, whoa, whoa. against against former teams, is it? It's like his first loss uh, against an organization wait, used wait, to coach. Three, uh, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, you said 3-0 and off of bye weeks. Did you count the playoff game? Because that's count. technically a bye week. Yeah, but playoffs don't count towards that. Well, four, he's 4-0, four though. Well, you can say 4-0 and if you want to. But yes. They got a bye week. They got a yeah. bye week. They didn't play in the yeah. wild card round. Yes, yes, Think you could it. say that. But, but it, it, same, thing with, same thing with the Jalen Hurts 13 straight winning records. Right, Playoffs don't count. These are regular season records. But that is Jalen Hurts' resume to this point. And he just broke like Cam Newton's rushing record through like four seasons or something. I forget what the actual number is. But the thing Another that, two rushing that, touchdowns, which does indeed, uh, by the way, count. Did you see somebody uh, put out like a highlight tape of all Hurts like rushing touchdowns and it's just like the tush push over and over again? Yeah, man, it's like a sped up version. It's just like, like, it's just like 30, 30 tush pushes in a row. It is, it is wild. But the things that, that Jalen Hurts has been able to do, and I understand these are team things, they're team-wide stats and whatnot, but Jalen Hurts coming into this and, and doing the things that he's able to do, finding ways to win games. doesn't have to be pretty. doesn't have to be in the most you know attractive way. But he is, he is winning games and putting together drives and, and doing things when things matter. And I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling because at, at the game, I don't – I wish I could like – I wish I could have like captured in a bottle – the all the gasps I heard when that game when that ball was in the air, you could have like did a still frame, and then took like the camera around the entire like stadium, look at all the Eagles fans' faces. They were we were all convinced the game was over when that ball was in the air, and Valdez Scantling had about five yards of separation, and he flat out drops the ball in his hands. I know you said it was like slightly overthrown, but man, any other receiver, ninety eight percent of NFL receivers catch that ball other than Aguilar and, and Ortega Whiteside probably. But he he if that's <laughs> if that's Ty, if that's Tyreek Hill he catches that ball if that's any other receiver. I don't know when Justin Watson became the top target on offense for Kansas City. But I felt like every other play he was throwing to Justin Watson. Us in the stadium were like, is did this dude become a star receiver? They have a bunch of WR3s. Justin Watson, Rasheed Rice, uh, Valdez Scantling, all these. Michael Hardman they just brought back. They have a bunch of guys that that they don't feel like they have to like. Their philosophy was like, we're not keeping Tyreek Hill because we have Travis Kelsey and Mahomes is good enough to win. And obviously it worked because they paid. Uh, they, they didn't pay him 
and the uh, and the Chiefs won a Super Bowl because of it. But when you look at guys like like Rasheed Rice, who I enjoy, who owns a pair of Darius Slay ankles um, on one of those plays, but you have guys like that and Kadarius oh, Tony yeah. and a bunch of shifty dudes, it works until it doesn't anymore. And the Eagles were able to stop all of that in the second half. But man, MVS, if you have a different pair of hands, we might be sitting here and singing a different tune. But drops are part of the game. The Chiefs lead the league in drops. They're going to have to figure that out down the road. But uh, good on Valdez Scantley for dropping that ball and good on the Eagles for uh, shutting out Patrick Mahomes in the second half. Very, very hard to do. Yeah, and of course, like, there's this narrative being passed around that we got bailed out because of that and we would have lost the game. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, you just don't know. The Eagles would have had the ball back again with a chance to win the game, you know? And like, it's like, like, how often does, like, Travis Kelsey fumble balls? He doesn't fumble the ball that often. Bradley will yeah, be punched that I ball mean, out. You, you were uh, <laughs> a victim of, I guess, prisoner of the moment, would you say, with Kevin Byard right yeah. before his interception? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, to that point, when, when when Watson scored that touchdown to put the Chiefs up 7-0, I want to say, very early into the game, he looked confused yet again, got lost, and the Chiefs scored because of his confusion. And uh, I sent a tweet out saying, like, hey, man, maybe karma got us back got us back this time for the A.J. Brown, you know, AJ Brown trade with the Titans. Very shortly after that end zone interception, great play. By Kevin Byard, uh, I love you, man. Welcome, welcome to Philadelphia. Phenomenal play. Glad and Byard, has, Byard has been historically good against Travis Kelsey. So, so that wasn't even yeah, like when he, I was writing up Kelsey my matchups. Did not have a good game. Did not no, have a good game. Seven catches for forty-four zone. yards and a touchdown. But you saying know, that's a not a bad drop. Saying that's a bad game is kind of wild. <laughs> but for Travis Kelsey, for forty-four is not. It's Travis Kelsey. He's supposed yeah, to be that's the what I'm saying. For Travis Kelsey, stand. like if Jack Stahl did that, we'd be like, that was a great game from Jack Stahl. But for Travis Kelsey standards, yes, this is what happens if you. If yeah, you... I mean, yeah, and Kevin Byard, like even on his catches, some of the catches he had, Kevin Byard was all over him. Great yeah. defense. And so, and, and I will say, so there's something to be said about having Bradley Roby back. You're able to put guys exactly. more in their natural, other guys more on their natural position. So that definitely helped. Helped, you know. That was that was he even had a a breakup or forced to incompletion uh, on on Travis Kelsey in the fourth quarter as well. But watching this game back, six minutes to go. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball back after they score. You assume they're going to score and do something else. They don't. They get it back with like two minutes left, and they don't score. They have How the intention of routing. that third down conversion when we had them pinned back? I actually it was like fourth I, and I two, and they went for it, and they and they completed it to Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then they tacked on that fifteen yard. Like that was oh man. In the stadium, we it's were like, like a, this is like the a, game. This is the game. And then they completed it, and I was like, oh my god. But the the funny, I think the funniest moment in that stadium was the intentional grounding when we all knew, like all of us in the stadium were motioning, like throw the flag, throw the flag, and they delayed it, talked about it, and they finally threw it, and we all went nuts. And it was it was it was funny. Mahomes tried to argue it. It looked like Mahomes from what I was seeing, like like during the game, from what I was seeing, like for people on the internet and stuff during the uh, during some of the breaks was that Mahomes was like whining a lot in this game or looking for refs. Was that the case? Was he flopping around? Looking yeah, for and something? actually, Andy Reid like yelled at him one time. He got pissed. Oh, he, like didn't he didn't want him to unravel. He's trying man. to keep the you know the vibes. Like I saw one where like Jalen Carter you know? like laid his ass out, and then he was like on the ground, like kind of like looking around. <laughs> Looked like a clean hit to me, uh, but it is. Uh, it is what it is there. But very good games for the running backs. Pacheco, we we noted DeAndre Swift, it, both in the running and the passing game. Uh, very nice stuff uh, from there as well. Smitty game, you had mentioned Smith, 99 yards. I know he's getting sick of getting the ball on the one-yard line and not scoring. because oh, he did that. I feel he so did, bad for him, it was, man. It was reminiscent of the play in the Super Bowl last year. He caught that deep ball, ran out out of bounds, and then um, and then um. Not Jalen only Hurst would he have been over 100 receiving yards, he would have had a touchdown too. So that's kind of frustrating mm-hmm. for anybody that might have bet that prop. I know that was a big one going around. 
but yeah, he has their number, man. And I just love the way they used him. Like, obviously, he like I think he's going to catch every deep ball that's thrown his way, but I just love the intermediate routes. I say it every fucking I podcast. Know, you need to trademark and maybe that. You say it every wasn't in the- Well, it needs to happen. Like, when the offense is stalling, it really pisses me off because they, 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 I feel like they overthink. And I don't know, like, I don't know the plays. Maybe I need to watch more film, but it just feels like, like, even AJ Brown, like, it, he what does he call himself always open so that means when somebody's on him he can still make tough grabs i just don't know why we don't elect to do that especially like in the beginning of games when you know the other team's got a pass rush coming you know and, and Jalen's like fighting for his life looking down the field he did miss smitty one time when a pass rush came his way but honestly it happens to the best of them it happens to the best quarterbacks in the league sometimes when you're just under that much pressure that you're not used to it can just really rattle you you know what i mean but mm-hmm. I loved I really loved so I forget what happened if it was an incomplete pass on a on a second down to Smitty over the middle or he missed him. I forget what happened, but then they literally went right back to that play. Do you remember what I'm talking about? And they hit Smitty on like a crossing route in the middle of the field. Like the cross run where he like I jumps. Right. I remember watching that and I was like, he didn't need to jump to catch that ball, but it was a good a very good route. Yeah, very, very good route. Yeah, so those that's are what all, I mean. Those are all those are all uh very 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 good points. From from this game, but it was just it was just good to watch that you because like in in years past, you know, you kind of they kind of buckled down and not really like it's this team is just so tough. Like the way the way that half ended, like I said, it was it was it was so looking bleak. I mean. A lot of people it was looking bleak at the end like of that luck. first half, man. And you know what, man, luck is for losers because literally every big Philadelphia Eagles primetime game this season looks like this, does it not? Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. ugly, mucky, just gritty. Like the Tampa personal. game was the same way. The Eagles didn't give the ball back for the last like ten minutes. It was, uh, it was, yeah, uh, like you can't say it's luck anymore. Obviously, the Scanling drop, but you know what? Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown had a miscommunication, a rare miscommunication early in the game that led to a, a red zone interception. Like, we at the very least could have left with a field goal on that drive, if not a touchdown, you know, because anytime we're inside that red zone, the touch push is always a threat. You know what I mean? We could have scored uh-huh. seven there. So, you, you like, we can do this what up thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. It is, it is wild. We do want to give some, um, I guess, some praise to the uh, the Chiefs' pass rush because man, Chris Jones had back to back sacks, I believe, on on, oh, on Jalen Hurts. Uh, Trent McDuffie had those two sacks. The pass rush came to play. The defense as a whole really came to play from Kansas City, and they're not known for being a defensive juggernaut. But I mentioned prior top five passing defense in the league currently, and and Chris Jones, a monster. They bottled up a lot of runs where like delayed handoffs. Seems like Hurts and Swift have that issue. A little more often than they should have, like delayed handoffs, having trouble handing the ball off. Oh yeah, that whatever. play was ugly. I don't know what that was all about. And I was like, well, we're not, we're not, we're not doing this again." But the Chiefs are really coming through uh, uh, defensively, um. So that was that was uh, interesting to see as well. But they they got some things to figure out on offense with their receivers, man. I don't if you're if Justin Watson has the most targets on the team, there's an issue, and and it's gonna like I said, it's gonna come to bite them uh, uh, eventually. But they're uh, they're they're secondary, very nice. McDuffie is solid player. Scouted him a lot in the draft. Uh, as well as a Legarius Sneed, who's having a very solid year. Somebody tweeted out uh, all the guys he shadowed this year between Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. He's given them all problems. So for, for AJ yeah. to only have eight yards, uh, I tell you this, I would not have bet on AJ if I had known that prior, but I had to get bets in before going to uh, Missouri, which is a non-betting state. So I had I to just, just throw I knew something it, man. I just knew it. Maybe I looked into it too much, but I had a feeling he wasn't going to – I didn't think he was going to get shut down. It's but not I even just, like Hurts had a wild rushing away. game either. Hurts only had 29 yards rushing. I was like, yo, Hurts is going to go nuts they, and rush for like 120 yards. impactful, though. I mean, the, the QB draw that one for the touchdown was like a 12-yard gain, wasn't it? It, was, it felt impactful. You know, you really gashed them. Yeah, it is. It is. It is quite – 
quite interesting scene. And they they did a good job of spying Hertz too, you know, making sure that he didn't get loose. He got loose for a couple yards, but um, but um, solid stuff there. The Eagles are now, I believe the uh, I don't have the odds up in front of me, but I think they're the they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl now too. Correct, I believe, or they got to be ahead of the Forty ers by this point. So that's also interesting. They're definitely number one in the power rankings. Make sure ESPN gets that right. So all in all, man, what a what a what a night! What do we always say? What a what a what a night! What a win! So the what Eagles a night! Three and zero during the oh yeah, what a game! What a night! What a win! Yeah, the Eagles yeah, are now three and zero by the way, and this gauntlet for the record that everybody yeah this gauntlet yeah good thing you brought that up this now. fucking gauntlet by the way which 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 who's next on the list Josh Josh Allen Wentz by the way speaking well, of Wentz you gotta count you the Bills it's the Bills yeah we but they're six and five like like this is this is like they're the there's Bills yes and they're still team. dangerous it's a, winning, still it's a team with a winning record, a winning record by the way. Oh, a winning a record winning streak record. is on the line streak is on the line <laughs> Dallas Cowboys haven't beat a single team this year with the winning record oh my god that's that's yeah but they beat up on the Panthers and the and the who did they play last week who did they just shit on last week the uh I forget who they played last week but I remember it wasn't when the Dak, Panthers wasn't it uh, Panthers was this past weekend. Whoever the weekend before that, uh, I forget. I forget who it was. Um, but I remember he threw like a launch ball to CD. Game. It might have been the, Gi- oh, the, the Giants, Giants, wasn't it? Yeah, he threw this like long. He threw this like fly ball to CD Lamb, and he caught it and he, like stuck his tongue out. And I was like, Jack, what the hell are you? <laughs> Go sit down. Somewhere. Oh man, it was not like we're, we're bragging about beating up on on these ass teams here. But yes, this gauntlet, which started with uh, the Cowboys, right? And then went to went to the Chiefs, and now it's the Bills and the Seahawks. Started with the Dolphins, actually. The Dolphins, yes, the Dolphins, yes. Who we shut them down too? Shut them down too, man. What a what a we got to give our flowers to Sean Desai and the things he's been able to do, man. Because he's he's as usual, you know, caught some flack and done these things. But man, he is putting together hella game plans to neutralize some of the most prolific offenses in the league. And he is he's he'll be a head coach if not next year, the year after, because they're gonna have to. He's 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 been putting together some very good. Uh, Solid uh, game plans, but yes, this gauntlet. The Eagles are now nine and one. All the teams are like they're the ugliest nine and one team we ever seen. This, this, and that. And if you're on Twitter, if you follow years. me on Twitter, back to back years. And if you follow me on Twitter, you saw that I called this back in May. I was like, I can't wait <laughs> for them to discredit our wins. I forget what I said exactly, but I was like, I can't wait uh, for everybody yeah, to say that 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 we're gonna be the worst team ever at nine and one in November. So I, I I foresaw that coming, and it is hilarious that 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 is the case. Um, real quick, so, some news uh, before we get out of this episode. I know uh, I was in the airport when I saw it, but Steven knows as well. Uh, Shaquille Leonard, right, from the Colts, got released yeah. as ties to Nick Sirianni. Eagles obviously have a need, an off-ball linebacker. Uh, if he clears waivers, I believe he'll clear at some point today. If he clears waivers, I think the Colts pick up most of his contract, and then we can sign him to the vet minimum or whatever the deal is. Any interest there, Steven? I haven't watched much of his tape. I know he's a very Absolutely. solid player. He's, 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 he's a good he's just, player. Had trouble finding his footing in in Indianapolis, and I'm all about uh, bringing in another off ball linebacker. But Nicholas Moreau and uh, and Zach Cunningham have been pleasant surprises this year. They've been pleasant surprises, and even worse, I don't know if this is good for the Eagles' defense or bad for for Nicobe Dean. But they don't make a, they don't make us miss Nicobe a whole lot. And I feel like I asked you that early in the season, like, do we is it a bad thing that we don't miss Nicobe Dean? Uh, but he's had a tough you know a tough year as his, as, as a first year starter and. I'll give credit to Nicholas Moreau, who like was signed and then like released and then went to the practice squad and now he's playing again. And Zach Cunningham, who wasn't even on a roster to start the summer, came on as a practice squad and now he's he's making an impact on defense as well. So linebacker has been has been great for the yeah, Eagles. like that's what I mean. Could you imagine this team with like an elite linebacker? It's so clear what yeah. they need to do. I don't want to think yeah. that far out, but it's so clear what needs to happen this offseason. There's two positions of need in my opinion. What's the what's the other one? Corner. Oh. Hey, 
I is that a position? Good. Is that a position of need? Yes, yes. We have to bring They're in more old. talent at corner. We have, yeah, okay. What well, we have like old. all the all the people we have behind them, and we have uh, Isaiah Rogers coming in at nickel, and you have uh, yeah, you have you know, Eli Ricks. Funny you bring you have Josh Joe. I was so shocked. I was so shocked. I was getting my hair cut Monday morning, fresh off the win, actually, and my oh, barber. Well, that was a conversation haircut? I got brought up, and he's like, he mentioned, dude, this man mentioned Isaiah Rogers. I was like, are you kidding me? You know who? Oh yeah, is? he knows the stuff. He knows the stuff. He but he's like, they still, he's like, dude, they, he mentioned, he's like, we need like a Patrick Sertain. They need like a first round pick corner. And I was like, absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, that's why they tried to trade for him. And they they, certainly even, tried. they do, dude. It, just imagine this defense with an elite linebacker. I mean, maybe, I don't linebacker, know. Linebacker, I just agree. Yes, but Nicobe, such a question. It just hasn't thing. been. And you don't want, right. You don't want to bank on it. Competition never hurt nobody. Hey, he might be uh, a bust. He might be a bust. Just kidding. Well, is he really a bust if he was like a third round? Yeah, I mean, there's third round busts do exist. Yeah, Shaquille Leonard was a 2018 second round pick and was the defensive rookie of the year. I have didn't know that. Um, He was first team All Pro. Sirianni's connection can get him exactly, exactly. First team All Pro in 2018, 2020, and 2021. 70 games with the Colts. He had 32 tackles for loss, 31 passes defended, 12 picks, 17 forced fumbles, and seven fumble recoveries. Do it. I'm in. Oh my I'm in. God. I just talked myself. Why is Hold this on, guy what on are the waiting st- for? What is the what are the Colts doing? Is is it because they have like Zaire Franklin in there and they're just like we don't need we don't we don't need What this are we waiting for? Is there wait, waiting? who are the is there anybody who's been in touch with them or what? I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen yet. But well nobody wanted to pick up his contract. So he's gonna clear waivers and then it's a free for all. He can just sign with whoever he wants at that point. If if nobody claims him, you know, whoever claims him he has to go to, but if nobody claims him, he can sign with whatever team he wants. I'll tell you what, you're not gonna find a player of that caliber of talent in week twelve of any NFL season. So you need to go. So he's out. an outside linebacker. Yeah, he's off ball, yeah. Off ball guy. Yeah. And we definitely need some need some help there. I mean, so he's I'll not like I mean he's probably better than what we have. I think he's on par for what we have but, right now. But yeah, we definitely need some help. In terms of guy. pass defense, right? When you said, yeah, in terms of in terms of pass defense. But man, just, what a win! Mm. What a win for the Philadelphia Eagles. Patty, we'll see you in February, buddy. Oh, go ahead, Steven. Actually, you don't no, want to no, see him. One hundred seventy-seven <laughs> pass yards, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that's Get your my take. Get your rant. I'm already glad. This man couldn't even finish his sentence. Oh my god. I, I just... All right. If you follow Vic on Twitter, I I, I saw you on the video Drew made uh, on the post game Liberty Line video from the Stains and Arrowhead. Yeah. Vic said three different times, "We'll see you in February." I hope to God we don't see that guy in February. <laughs> that was my takeaway from this game. I was so relieved and happy we won, but holy shit. I'm just going to say it now as somebody who has always respected Tom Brady, and I was one of the early people to admit he was the GOAT years and years ago. My I didn't God, admit it till that Atlanta Super The greatest quarterback of all time in Patrick Mahomes. This guy is unbelievable. I, Andy Reid Andy Reed is, is, is going to be game planning and watching Eagles film for the rest of the season, he does not care who they when face he every single week. For I the know. regular season games moving forward, it's just going to be Eagles film. It's not even going to be about yeah, the team I do that not you're playing. See that team. <laughs> they will, with this with this wide receiving core. They 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 are so hungry after the, they're, they're going to be so amped up. Mahomes, oh, especially Andy Reid, they're going to try and do, improve something. Like they they will put up sixty on us in the Super Bowl with hey, those wide receivers. I don't care. We won the battle. The war is still among us. Isn't it funny how like everyone was saying, especially after that divisional playoff game, that was nuts when Mahomes drove down 13 seconds. Everyone's like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes is going to be the new, uh, the new like Peyton and Tom Brady. Like this is the quarterback showdown moving forward. This is the future of the league with Joe Burrow in the mix. And now it's like Mahomes and Jalen Hurts is like this is going to be. And it. you know what's funny? This I'm, is glad gonna you, be it. I'm glad you mentioned that 
by the way, there's something incredibly wrong with a lot of football watchers and a lot of people oh. on Twitter. They put too much attention to stats, and I know it's the era we live in, but if you go back and watch a lot of those Manning versus Brady duels, some of them were high scoring, but mm-hmm. also like that New England team had a really good defense, and I do recall the Colts having a pretty solid defense as mm-hmm. well. If you go back and watch, there some were some of them were games where Manning and Brady were turning the ball over. So for those of you, like, like this shit drives me nuts. Like I saw some, you know what? I'm just gonna say it. I don't know the guy. PFT Barstool. Oh, this guy. <laughs> uh, put, put something PFT out there Jim. about how Josh Allen, PFT whatever Jim. his name is, That's has has more total touchdowns this season than Jalen Hurts, and he's like upset with how Hurts is like the betting favorite to win MVP. And then there's there's this other narrative being thrown around there that wins aren't a QB stat. Somebody oh, I really? saw immediately after the game that I don't even care. This it was a Cowboys fan, of course, because Dak is putting up stats but not winning games. He was like, I don't even care about wins for real. I said, What? What is happening to this game that I love? What are we doing? Like, what are we we don't care about wins anymore? And even when I said ran off all those stats earlier about Jalen being nine and one in back to back seasons and thirteen QB straight wins. Stat, but you want to know what they it's are? A, go ahead. It determines the awards. Oh, and by the way, it determines seating in the playoffs. The most important thing. What are we talking about? They said, I don't care about what are we talking about. I said, this is this this is just this is ridiculous. We don't even. No, if we're gonna go by stats, then Dak Prescott's better than Mahomes. Do you want Do you want Dak Prescott to lead your team? Absolutely exactly. not. Mahomes I will just say wins, though, by the way, too. I will say though, other than Lamar Jackson, who I think has been really good this year, I will say this is this is the year. If there was ever going to be a year that a non-quarterback is going to win the MVP award. This would be the year. I would say AJ was in the conversation before before this week. Uh, but Tyreek, man, I'd firmly have him up there, Tyreek. Because the team, and this and this is a argument for Jalen Hurts as well. What is the award? What does MVP stand for? It's not it's not like the bet that's not the most stats, it's not the most this. It is the most valuable player award. And what is the Eagles record without Jalen Hurts since he's been here? 0-2, I think. 0-2 in games that Jalen Hurts hasn't played, I believe. I think. The Saints game and the Cowboys game, right? Oh, Minshew did win the Jets game, so that is that is what that is. Well, but you mentioned you mentioned the most trailer valuable. stat, like that's the epitome of value. Like your guy can he keeps you in. I you know are never out of a game. Jalen Hurts at quarterback, he is valuable to this team. Most valuable player. You take away Jalen Hurts from this team, and people are like, you can say that about any quarterback. If you take away Josh Allen and all his mistakes, what do the Bills look like right now? If you, Mahomes and 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 Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. And I guess you could throw Burrow and obviously oh, Lamar Jackson. Way, not, but you take away whoa, them from their teams, and who are they? Who are they? People are like, it's the right. team for Jalen Hurts. But like you, we all saw you threw Minshew in there last, last year, and he couldn't even run the damn offense. Couldn't oh, even run the offense. Yeah, you ruined our Mariota, you really want to see what this and, offense looks like with Mariota? Nobody wants to see uh, that. Most valuable player. Jalen Hurts is the most valuable player in the league as it currently stands in wait, Week 12 wait, of the out, 2023 NFL season. I agree. He finished second last year, and here we are again. He's the betting favorite. Uh, exactly. MVP, by the way, stands for, like just so we're clear. MVP stands for most valuable player. Last time I checked, that's not most like like. Are you ready? You ready to get hit with some facts? Oh, it doesn't man. stand for most valuable passer. Ooh. I would agree. Jalen Hurts has not been the greatest passer of the football this year. If you want to go by numbers, but you know what? He is one of the best yards completion percentage, whatever you want to do. But maybe he doesn't rival guys like, I mean, I don't know who's above him. I don't really care to debate it, but he's the most valuable player. Sam because Howell. There's games like this one where it's uh, Sam Howell. Exactly. If it was most valuable passer where Sam Howell would be in the top three. <laughs> but this is the point. And somebody who gets a lot of, like a lot of heat for the things he says, Colin Cowherd made a fantastic point oh, the other day. I want to say hold on Monday. to my seat. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Are you ready? Oh, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, you've it's been coward related. Yo, you're going to love this one. Oh, God. You're going to love this one. And for OG listeners of the podcast, they're really going to know what I'm talking about. Do you remember the term you like to use for a player coming out of the draft called chess piece, right? Yes, universal chess piece. You said Jalen Hurts is the ultimate Oh, I did say that. Piece. I did see that, yeah. Yes. And it's so true because there's games like this one. If you just look at the box score, you're an idiot who doesn't watch the game. Oh, 150 passing yards. Fine. But if you watch... He can scramble. He can do the tush push, um, run the read option. He can create plays off the fly. And here's the thing, man. He made the throws when he needed to most. That that play to Devontae Smith at the end, of, like that was it right there. I mean, my God, dude, that was the play of the game. Answer, like, they, they put the Eagles in position to win it. And to echo that, to even prove how valuable Hurts is to the offense, did you see what happened to the running game when Hurts wasn't even 100% and that knee wasn't right and the threat of Hurts rushing was taken away from that offense? You couldn't even run the ball the same anymore. So just the fact that even half of Jalen Hurts wasn't there, just 50% Jalen Hurts who couldn't run the ball, it still altered the oh, offense. Oh, putting up some of his best passing numbers, putting up numbers, his best way, passing his numbers of his career. And they were calling him running back and all this and that. And this man is the most complete player under center as of right now, which is why he's the youngest QB ever in history to start a season nine and one in back-to-back seasons. You can call it a team stat. You can call it wins aren't a QB stat or whatever the argument is, but Jalen Hurts is a winner, and this team has been immensely better with him here. And we'll give credit to Sirianni, too, because obviously the culture he brings and and the fire that he brings, and it could be you and me on the side. If they would have took just a random Philly fan out of Center City and put him on the sidelines, that's Nick Sirianni. That is the fire that he brings. And this stuff to the, matters, to the by the way. Like, if we're talking MVP, like, I, Cowboys fans just be talking out their ass sometimes. I don't even know. Like, we're doing this whole number thing over and over again, and they're like they're trying so hard for Dak Prescott to win MVP. Like, it's you have to. Is that win the narrative? The is that what this is all about? Dak winning MVP. Well, what, what, what are they trying to? What are they? I think so. I oh. mean, unless all they well, care because about you know, is you know what the because you know what the national narrative is right now. They keep doing the side by side like schedules. Like, oh, are we on a collision course? Like, does Dallas have a chance to win the division? I'm like, bro, we're be, we're out here beating the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And and Dallas is beating up on the Panthers and the Giants, and they're trying to say that well, the two here's, teams here's are on a collision thing. course to win the NFC. No, I literally we're not doing heard this. the guys on the broad. I I want to say it was the broadcast somewhere. I heard they literally said like like obviously when you look at Jalen's numbers in this game, they didn't look great, but they literally said this win improves his MVP chances, and there's no yeah. lie. Like he's number one. Like Vegas, Vegas, Vegas has him number one. Like what are we talking about? And actually, and, and and I will say the biggest threat to the Eagles in the NFC right now is the Lions. They just won a game after Jarkov threw three turnovers, and they came back and won that game in the fourth quarter. The Lions are the biggest threat to the NFC, in my opinion, as far oh, as the Eagles I'm are concerned. I'm so glad you brought that up, because I was sitting here looking earlier today. Absolutely. everybody's, And I, I you should be worried about the Niners a little bit. And I'm not yeah. even going to say Cowboys, because they're a couple of games behind us. But if you look, the Lions' schedule is... Uh, it's tough. Doesn't compare to our schedule the rest of the oh, way, okay. even after this gauntlet. It, it's kind of an easy schedule. Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah, Detroit. They got Dan Campbell's. I think he's leader for coach of the year right now. So rightfully so. You know, Dan Campbell turned that whole franchise. So they around. got the Packers tomorrow on Thanksgiving. I would say that's a win. They have yeah, the that's Saints. Win. That's a win. Oh, definitely. They just put Michael Thomas on IR. That's Pouring a win. out for Michael Thomas, by the way. If Michael Thomas might be might be done. 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 Just placed on IR probably for the last time of his. Now career. this is where it gets interesting. You want to do this with me? Are you ready? So we Who's both after agree. The Packers. Go ahead. What's go, that? Just, go ahead. Go ahead. I cut you. So they play the Packers tomorrow. That's a win for Detroit. They yes. play the Saints on December third. That's a win for Detroit. They play the Bears. 
Oh, December tenth, that's a win. Now this is where it gets interesting because I actually do believe in the Broncos now. I think they they are a yeah. dark horse team. I think in my Russ opinion, they play the Broncos December seventeenth. The Vikings that game might matter on Christmas Eve. They play Dallas mm. December thirtieth. That, that game might could be some. an interesting one. That game and might then they some. end with it's a divisional team. Who knows? They end with the Vikings, the final game yeah. of the year. So it's it's a lot of wins there in my opinion for Detroit. I could see. Detroit's paving and their way. Low I mean, key, depending on how this plays out, we may be rooting for Dallas in that game on December thirtieth. Depending. Oh, if, uh, the basic, but the debt, like the Eagles, control their own destiny. Like they, they have firm control of the uh, of the of the number one seed yeah, home do. field. As long as as long as the playoffs run through Philly, the Eagles can can get back to the Super Bowl, and that's where we're at. And they already prove that Chan they can. Fran's they schedule's kind of interesting. I don't know what do they got going on. So they the, play Seattle tomorrow night. That's gonna be and tough though. It's not a gimme by any means. I know they 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 have um, Seattle twice actually. It looks like in three weeks they have us obviously. Mm-hmm. They have the Cardinals. If you oh my god, they play the Ravens on Christmas. That's yeah. the game of the forty nine is that little game of the year. Second got a little death year. march to themselves. All right, all right. Cardinals are back, dude. I I mean don't want to give you know any what? respect to Jonathan Gannon. I'm gonna say shit. it. I'm gonna do a hot it. take. I have a hot take. The Cardinals are winning that game. Is that the hot take? No, because I, I agree with your take on how this could. <laughs> no, I have a take on. I agree with you. This could be the year where a non-quarterback uh, wins the award or whatever. But honestly, like, depending Tyreek, on how things Tyreek play might out, be the most valuable Lamar, player. If Lamar can beat, if Lamar is playing how he is, I don't know, man. And if if he can, if he can beat that Niners team, he could he could win yeah. the award. Honestly, Lamar wins that game. I mean, but then if, but then if Jalen Hurts beats the Niners, then that, that that's 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 oh, gonna be interesting. What are you know? we're talking about wins, guys. The way, by the wins, way, guys, we're yes, talking about wins. Yes, not not QBR. We're not talking about QBR. Where Sam Howell like leads the NFL or whatever the case is. But it is it is it is interesting. Hell of a game. Hell of a win for the Eagles. They exercise. They didn't exercise their demons because the Chiefs are always going to be there, and they're going to know that this is just like. This is just like one knockdown. This is a boxing match, and they only knocked down the Chiefs. They didn't stay down. So we're gonna, we're gonna. It's gonna be fun to watch moving forward. And if and if we get this match again in February, man, in Vegas, it's gonna be uh, uh, a hell of a, a hell of a show. Appreciate you guys. I don't even think we even at wait, one wait, point wait, wait, wait. did. Go I, right, I want to conclude with something. Oh man, we set out on this journey quite some time ago. I just remember all the offseason pods, and I remember time and time again. If I go back and listen, I sat here and I just couldn't get over the Super Bowl loss. When we set out on this journey, it was never about it was never about Jalen Hurts, you know, trying to set some touchdown record. It was never about any of that stuff. It was about being healthy, getting the one seed so we can host games in the playoffs at the link yet again and getting back to the Super Bowl. And we're nine and one again, back to back seasons. Like it's all fuck all the narratives. Mm-hmm. Fuck all these dumbass stats and these conversations that for whatever reason I can't help myself, I find myself engaging with. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, mm-hmm. the most passionate fan base in the world. Mm-hmm. But things are looking good, like you said. Just hang in there. What man. is it? Win, what you said, win the battle. We won the battle. The war, we're, the war, Endure. we're still in the middle. But we, man, because losing this game would have been detrimental. Like we just can't beat this team. Oh my God, Mahomes has our number. Like this, this, and that, and it would have just been a whole different thing. It's so, so like encouraging to see the Eagles come down and beat this team. And yeah, I it did wasn't start the talking myself into this being a loss. Way before the game even started. Oh, I did too. I told I, I told myself at halftime if the Eagles if, if they go down twenty four seven, like this is this is it's gonna be tough. And I was convinced it was a loss when that like I said when that ball was no, in the I'm air before the to game, MVS. I was playing out oh, scenarios oh. in my head before the game. Oh, I wasn't that down bad. Damn, I wasn't doing all that. <laughs> but uh, when that well, ball was in, when that ball a, to I, MVS I was in the air, on. I was like, we fucking lost. How did we lose this game? 
I'm so shocked we won the game, to be honest. Even, like, when we were leaving the stadium, I was on such a high. Like, I, I, the fact we won that game is just is, is unbelievable. Well, because, like, here's the thing. I, told, I saw uh, Tom Stakes tweeted this out several hours before the game. He, admit, he was breaking down the rest of our schedule, and he was like, this game isn't the like you're gonna hate this. I mean, this like game, if we if we lose, like, like if we lost the game, it wouldn't have been like detrimental. Like we would have been able to recover. Yeah, but, like, exactly. Because it's an AFC team. It's but I hate so making excuses all, before he, the he game. Like that's all... that's that's accepting a loss before the game starts, and I'm not in the business. No, 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 I wanted to win the game, but I was just trying to be realistic and say if you know if we don't win it or whatever. But he said oh. this game was all narrative driven at the end of the day. Mama. You, you got to get the one seed, so beating the Niners and Cowboys is is more important, and it can't could be beat more them detrimental all. if you lose. Why can't you beat them all? You can beat them all and just give yourself the surefire one loss, bro. Nine and one. Do you under like we should be ten and zero? Fuck the Jets. Yo, we should that's be the, that's the crazy thing, that's, man. That's, could you I imagine a, if we were ten and zero and oh everybody's God. like, "How the if hell we were was ten that and zero and beat the Chiefs, bro?" My God, I I. I I did have, for the record, I did have us nine and one at this point in my predictions. I just had us losing to the Dolphins and not the Jets. So, yeah. yeah. Is, back is. in May, by the way, I was just looking at that back tweet and I was looking at all the losers that were saying dumb shit. Shout mm-hmm. out to you guys. But, um, hell yeah. Yo, you know what's awesome about this team? You know how, like, there's always the, like, the for example, this was a get punched in the mouth game for the Chiefs, like, reality check, yeah. you lost the game and stuff like that. Both of them. Both the QBs. Eagles reality check. Neither QB yo, the had Eagles reality yards. check. <laughs> yo. The Eagles reality check is them still fucking winning the game, but it's ugly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you believe that? What? A, what they a still have yet to play a complete game this year. I think their first complete game is going to be like in the playoffs when Rashad Penny is like running all over the place because they kept them safe you know, all year you keep long. Saying that, and I was. I believe that it. Too. I believe I it. We were going to get a Rashad it. Penny game. I, I thought it was going to be a Rashad Penny game, low key, in the back of my head. Hey, I, I bet Kenneth Gainwell first touchdown scorer. Oh man, Boston Scott even got didn't a couple hit. touches. So yeah, it didn't. Yeah, what was up Justin with that? Watson? Justin Watson plus nineteen hundred hit though. So whoever had that. Maybe Rashad yeah. Penny just sucks. Maybe it's just a pipe dream we have that <laughs> nah, he's going to be. He's going to be running in painfully cold games in the in the playoffs. That's what that's what they're saving him for. That's Garrett Blunt do. style, right? Hell yeah, Garrett Blunt style. Appreciate I would love y'all. if we adapted that play style though. I would love it. Just fuck just this play whole smash mouth, run bullshit. the football down your fucking yeah, throat. I mean, we were doing that for a while, and then Cam Jurgens went out. An end around play. Who 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 was that? Was that AJ Brown? No, they couldn't. They didn't give him a carry. I don't think. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think that was him, bro. I don't think. I, you can't ask me because I don't remember what? that. Shit. Somebody got an end around. Did you? Know, do you know what I'm talking about? I think it was Swift. Swift got it. I'm pretty sure. It was like the little hey. side handoff. Swift got it. Yeah, they're using yeah, Swift as that, that was, Swiss Army hey. knife, dude. You want to talk about a chess motion, piece? Though. You want to talk about a chess piece? That's DeAndre Swift right there. They're gonna extend yeah, him in the summer. Starting, I'm like eighty percent sure they're gonna they extend him. With him. Yeah, they're, he's they're definitely going to. Extend him. Um, you know, we went through this whole time. First of all, I'm saying, like, if you would have anybody predicted, DraftKings put out a boost of uh, both Mahomes and Hurts to pass for 200 yards, and I denied it. So, <laughs> so you did two games of Clash of Titans, and neither QB threw for 200 yards. Um, that's that's a testament to how how tough this. That's game fun, was. though, man. I like that. Yeah, I it's like tough it, football. You know? It's tough football. Fun. It's 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 fun with games are like that. But the next one will probably be some type of shootout, like it was in the uh, super bowl we somehow went through this entire show without even saying who we were but appreciate you all for going and coming to listen to the oh. philly pod hosted by myself <laughs> victor williams as well as my co-host steve conrad jr we were so amped to just going on here and and, and talk about it we appreciate you all for coming on and listening to the pod if you enjoy the show be sure to subscribe on apple itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows be sure to rate five stars leave those reviews they all do help with the exposure of the show thank you guys for the support as always on all social media platforms be sure to visit the libertyline.com for around the clock coverage on all philadelphia sports that now includes the pll water dogs that's right we have a lacrosse team now not just the wings we got 
we got uh, the PLL Water Dog. So be sure to, if you're into that stuff, go on and read on the website. Steven, any, uh, what you got cooking up? Any, uh, go ahead and plug yourself on all the platforms and all the Yeah, the stuff uh, Liberty firing off. YouTube channel, guys. You can find the uh, video version of the pod. I feel like yes. I, we've been requested. With phenomenal graphics. Phenomenal graphics. Yeah, go check like, it we out, have a, We have we a top-tier whole... production going on here. <laughs> old production all the video content you could want the the philly sports video content that you could want is on our uh-huh. youtube channel you can see my jalen hurts uh um canvas style sports illustrated uh thing right here with the hate and the disbelief the doubt so you can yeah we got we both got at home studios why don't you guys you know what let's do something uh-huh. well i'll know you're a real one maybe i'll send you some free merch or something you're gonna Watch bank the, on somebody still listening the at the 50 person. minute mark to come do this yes <laughs> go ahead comment on the youtube video who's at home setup you like better oh man hey it's pretty close it's pretty close i've always Honestly, in, i've always admired your setup wall. i have you a have white wall. wall art oh yeah but you left the brick like mine's just so white if you wall. could combine the two almost as if we should be doing this together in oh one what a concept what a concept <laughs> that will be happening down the road at some point as we uh you know still aim Oh, it will be. Oh, I like. Oh. I like. Oh, we're getting, I hey, like man, we got. We got some things moving. We got some things moving. Thank you guys again for listening to this episode. I don't know, man. Do I was at one. home while you guys were in Kansas City. I, I, hey, I hey well, I was at home when you were in Tampa. You know, Tampa. You know, you did the whole thing. <laughs> one day we'll get uh, everybody all there, all there at once. So if people will make their flights, you know, we wouldn't have to worry about this stuff. That's a story. I've for. missed every single at-home tailgate this year too, by the yeah, way, and yeah. I can't complain. I'm working a I job. I might go that to. The, I might go to the Sunday one. I might go to the Bills one. I'm. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about. I'll see how my body feels. We'll get the Niners one, right? The oh one for sure, really oh for sure. That one's yeah. Oof, yeah, we definitely gonna be gonna be at that one. Can't wait for that game. We'll be on another time this week to preview this Bills matchup because you know, despite the six and five record, the Bills are the Bills, and it'll be another big matchup. And if the Eagles win that game, go to ten and one. You think we're unbearable now? You just wait. You just wait. Thank you guys. Oh again man, for I'm rooting the, the Seahawks tomorrow night, man. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be amazing. We'll catch you guys on the next one. But as always, thank you guys for taking a listen to the show. We'll catch you guys later in the week. Until then, peace out from the Philly Pod. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save